No more rocket balls, please. We all down the game start. A lot of distractions, a lot of nonsense. The title is back in town. Welcome to Talking Title Town. Just a couple of casual Packer fans who act and know we're talking about. We live with the GM. We could recap Spade's predictions and more. We're Dan Scud. Thanks for listening. Scud, we're four and eight now. It's not great. No. What? Uh, tell me. Tell me some good news. Tell me something to make me excited about watching the game on Sunday. Um, two things. One, I think that you'll agree on. And two, I don't think you'll necessarily the second one I don't think you'll necessarily necessarily like. Number one, Christian Watson is gonna be a guy. Yeah. He um he's he's a big play guy. Um he's coming into his own. He caught that one across the middle where he got smoked and the other guy actually injured himself and he held on to the ball. I think that was one of his most impressive plays of the season, honestly, to date. And then um, the second one, Jordan Love looks pretty good. All right, <laughs> he did. He did. You can't he, say he, he, he looked. Look he looked. He looked. He looked fine for the sample size. Been saying yeah. it all year long. Is is the hardest thing in a season like this is to avoid overreacting, underreacting. For all year long, been trying to underreact. Uh, with Christian Watson, but he gave last week. I think that was that and the week before he made actually some pretty decent catches in traffic, which showed a lot of signs, a lot of maturity. Um, and this is actually the first week transition into it uh, where he was in the top five for PFF rankings. Sweet. So his coming to party. I think this is uh, about time we can actually overrate and, uh, be happy with Christian Watson for the game he had. So top five offense, AJ Dillon, 90.1. Jordan Love, number two, yeah. 85.7. What in like 11 snaps or whatever. Uh, Christian Watson, 84.6. John Runyon, 80.8. Mercedes Lewis, 76. Mm. Uh, top five defense, Rudy Ford, TJ Slayton, Keyshawn Nixon, Jair Alexander, Justin Hollins. Real quick here, I got to say real quick because Nixon's in here. He gave us a spark in special teams. I called oh, that shit. That was awesome. Yeah. The way that, I mean, two runbacks to at least the 40-yard line, the way that juices your offense and f- just allows us not have to drive 85 yards every time. It's, it's huge. It's huge. I mean, I, it felt like beforehand our average kickoff return would put us to like the 18, 19-yard line. And now you're asking a, an offense that's already crippled to go 81 yards. So he gave a good spark for us. Was happy to see that. Uh, bottom bottom five offense, Tyler Davis, uh, Aaron Rodgers, Robert Tunyon, Randall Cobb, Yash Nyman. Bottom five defense, Isaiah McDuffie, Chris Barnes, Dean Lowry, Quay Walker, Jerron Reed. So that was a little bit of a transition while we were talking about Christian Watson and Jordan Love, but we can get back to that now. Um, I mean, like what, like, Jordan Love, the sample size was too small, right? Yeah, I mean, what, only nine nine passes? Yeah. No, but he, he looked solid. He looked um, so much more confident than even preseason, yeah. even Kansas City. He was so decisive. The ball looks really good coming out of his hands. The one um, the one throw to Aaron Jones on the sideline, that little that pot shot right in 
you know, kind of that corner of the open zone there. That was a really good throw. Jones got to bring that in. But that mm-hmm. was – ball looks good coming out of his hands, and he doesn't look like he's afraid, which I think is kind of the biggest thing for him to show in year three without much playing time is it didn't look – because we were still in the game. We had a chance to win, and Jordan Love was our quarterback. You know, it wasn't like we were up 30 or down 40. These were meaningful season-on-the-line snaps, mm-hmm. and he provided – yeah, totally. My, my, I completely agree with you. Obviously, like I mentioned, my initial reaction was actually that that touchdown was a lot more about Christian Watson than was Jordan Love. He put the ball where it needed to be, but that was yeah. a great run back by Christian. Um, but Based. I know I agree. He he definitely showed poise and confidence. Um, I like, too, that he was able to throw a few check downs as well. He wasn't forcing anything. Um, yeah. He was trusting his eyes. It was, it was good to see. Yeah, I think, and I think I kind of had this discussion last week. I think we do see Jordan Love. Um, I think we see him after the bye. I think Rodgers gets his shot against the Bears, but I think we see Jordan Love after the bye, and hopefully he can build off the short stint in the Eagles game and win us a couple games. I think that would, you know, add some excitement to the end of this Packers season um, than just, you know, kind of riding out with Rodgers with nothing to gain and in that regard yeah and have the ability to play against some pretty decent teams you know yeah uh, Miami, not a cupcake not a cupcake right vikings lions again um yeah i don't know i, I think uh i'm not sold on uh i'm not sold on giving him the ball right away and playing against the bears this week people have talked about that just like let rogers sit but i agree with yeah. rogers you know it if he wants to tough it out and play, he's getting paid to do it. And I don't think you can blame a guy. He's the starting quarterback. He deserves a right to be out there on the field until they're mathematically eliminated. I would be curious too, even when mathematically eliminated, do you think Rogers needs to be consulted there? Do you think like LaFleur has got to go, Hey, this is what we want to do. Is this okay with you? Or <sighs> is LaFleur just going, Hey man, we're going with the kid right now. Season's I over. hope it's I hope it's not are you okay with this? I hope it's more of you know LaFleur being like, hey, this is the direction we're going. You know, A, yeah, what do you think about that? But like we want to go this way. I hope there's a discussion there, but I hope it's not because like Rogers isn't the end all be all in Green Bay. There's gonna be a time when he's not there and LaFleur's gonna have to make decisions for himself. And so why not just start now? Yeah, you got to obviously have that conversation with him. He's been here for so long, won so many great games, big games for us, Hall of Famer. You talk to him, you don't just, you know, blindside him on Thursday saying, yeah, you're not going to start. But I think LaFleur needs to not be babied by Rodgers. Yeah, it clearly needs to be a conversation. Like, it, like all along, that's what Rodgers' stick has been, is he wants to be part of it. He wants to be in those rooms having those conversations. Mm. Right, right or wrong, but how does that conversation happen without, at some point, it being an ask? Yeah, like, Rogers wants transparency, but if he's in that room and he's talking to these guys, and they're like, "I think we're going to go with the kid," that's that's not a rhetorical question. It's no. a, it's not a rhetorical statement. That's looking for feedback from Rogers. And I think Rogers also post game said 
he's open to those conversations. So I think he, uh, he, he'd be an idiot with how smart he is to not see the writing on the wall, to see that this is a huge possibility and opportunity for the Packers future and for Jordan love. So it's not like he's going to be completely blindsided by this. He knows no. it's already coming. So I think a conversation sure. is going to be pretty normal. And uh, I think he obviously understands as well. And him wanting to spend his whole time in green Bay. Like, I think he cares about the franchise him admitting that he's open to those conversations, I think made me feel like, okay, he doesn't just care about himself. He cares, even if it's a little bit about the future of green Bay. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, I don't know. It's, it's going to be really interesting to see what he does this off season mm-hmm. because the Jordan love time is ticking. Um, yeah, you know, if if I'm Jordan Love, why am I not say I say say at the end of the day, I play after the bye week, right? And I and I throw three touchdowns against the Rams. I throw two more touchdowns and I run one in against the Dolphins, and we win a game. Am I all of a sudden Jordan Love, and I'm in the in the room with those guys, demanding a trade? Hey, you're gonna you're gonna I just prove that I can be your quarterback. And you're going to stick with the 40-year-old. I want out. Then what do you do if you're Brian Goodkunst? Yeah. That's that's tough. I, that's a very likely scenario. Especially because we have the – he's still under our control, I think, next year. But we have to decide whether we pick up his fifth-year option at the end of this year. So, But he still is empowered. He's oh, way yeah, more right. empowered than I think we're giving him credit for. Um, and so it's, it's kind of comes to a point where if you are confident that he can be your guy, you almost want to cover him a little bit, right? Like not show him to the league of what his value is, because then he's going to request trade and he's going to get traded elsewhere. And then we're going to have to go back to ground zero. I don't know. Or, or we, you got to. Look to the future stick, and say, stick All with right. Rogers for two more years. You know, like you can't do that but, really. No, I think you somehow, some way, you gotta. It's harsh, but kick Rogers to the curb. Like we got to go with our guy. Hopefully, it doesn't come to that sticky situation. Hopefully, it's a lot easier. I'm, than that, I'm telling you, there's no way. There's no way this happens smoothly. There's no way. Unfortunately, yeah. It, it's just there's no way that Rogers is gonna. You know, at the there's no way at the end of the year that Rogers, you know, okay, you know, I've thought about it a lot. This is gonna be my last year with Green Bay. Um, talking next season. Right. Um, and then we're gonna I'm gonna hand over the kid the keys to Jordan Love, and Jordan Love's gonna be like, Okay, yeah, you know what? That that sounds great. I'll wait another year. I just played three games and threw for twelve touchdowns and only two interceptions, and you know, had this X amount completion percentage and proved that I can play and be a starting quarterback in the NFL. And there's five or six teams out there that want me. No, that's all right. I'll uh, I'll wait for Rodgers to play this year, and I'll start next year for Green Bay. That's not going to happen. I, Very unlikely. Know. Yeah, I th- I think it's a little bit more likely. Like, look at what we have set up. He has Christian Watson. He has Dobbs. He has Jones and Dylan. He has he has a pretty solid O line. He's got a defense that on paper looks awesome, yet wouldn't be able to stop me running the ball, which we I can obviously get to. But he's got a pretty good situation here and the teams that need a quarterback often and the are the vast majority of teams that are not 
in a good situation personnel wise across the board. So I feel like maybe he does like shit. All right, one more year, and then it's me, and I got my I got my boys that I've been you know practicing with for the past two years in Watson and Dobbs and solidified stars at running back and Dylan and Jones and let's roll. Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know. I'm not counting on it. I, maybe I'll take a pessimistic approach and be pleasantly surprised if it does happen, but the best thing for Jordan love that could possibly happen is we trade Aaron Rodgers, We get assets on offense for him and he hits the ground running in his first year as a starter. That's his best case scenario. Now, yeah. granted, Rogers' contract is just not a friendly contract for a trade whatsoever. It's not friendly for anything except playing three years, and then it's still not friendly after he leaves. <laughs> yeah, it's very likely. Well, what happens if he retires, though? Have we talked about that? We we touched what? on it. I think I saw something. If he retires after a certain date, like after June something, it's less on the cap or something. There's all these weird stipulations that I'm unfamiliar with. But we still could be the GM. Yeah. Okay. But absolutely. <laughs> well, all right. I got a question of the day for you, like I typically do. Yep. Uh, I want to ask you this. Because I was thinking about the difference between this team and last year's team is one player, right? Two players. Z, right? Zedarius Smith and Devontae Adams. That's literally it. Um, offensive line is more or less the same. We lost Billy Turner, but that's it, right? So my question for you, it's it's a two-parted question um, because there's really only two places I think you can put the blame on why this season's gone shit. One being Joe Barry and two being the lack of Devontae Adams. So my question is, we're four and eight right now. What would our record be if Joe Barry was not our defensive coordinator? And secondly, what would our record be if we did have Devontae Adams? Ooh, good question. Um, I'll start with Barry. I think, I think our record would honestly be flipped. I think we'd be eight and four. I think our offense gave, wow. I think our offense gave our defense big enough leads uh, against the Giants and against the Commanders. I think we win those games. I also think that our offense, I guess it's kind of hard because without Joe Barry, who else do you know? Who do we have? Do we have a stud or someone else? But I think we win. I think our record is flipped. We we beat the Lions. Not that that's an offensive fault game, but I think our, I think we're eight and four without Barry. I think we're flipped with Devonte. I think Devonte masked. Rodgers and Devontae masked so many other issues with that we have with our inconsistent offense this year mm-hmm. that I think we're on, I think we're another 13 or 14 and three team. Uh, just because one in doubt it was Rodgers and Devontae. And like you said, nothing else really changed. If we still had Devontae, right. nothing else really changed. Uh, you, you're not going to see a drop off between two Hall of Famers like that. I think they masked or just took up enough of the offense that the rest of the contribution was very slim and you don't give other, you know, other guys a whole bunch of opportunities to mess up. Like the one pick Rogers threw to that, uh, that rookie or undrafted free agent. They were talking about Davis just ran the wrong route. Rogers blasted him on McAfee. 
whether you agree with doing that or not, said Davis ran the wrong route. Right. So you give guys less opportunity to mess up, and you just throw the ball to Devontae. He's always open. I think we're on track to be 14-3 and three again. That's a little bit steep for me. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I think like the third, the third one. If you were to add one in, it would be injuries. Um, yeah, the injury bug's been a really big deal this year. Um, Cherry on top. Yeah, I think defensively though, you could point to the two games that we, I think, could have won. You mentioned it, the Giants and the Commanders. We had leads in both those games and we blew them. Those are on Joe Barry. So I say if we had a different defensive coordinator, I think our roster is overhyped um i'd say it would be like six and six so i'd say a two-game swing if barry wasn't our defensive coordinator six and six with Devontae, man like you said short down situations which has been our absolute achilles hill this year third and fourth and short and red zone those are both Devontae heyday yeah Third and fourth and short, we're throwing a quick screen or a fade to Devontae. You have to press him in man coverage because we're you have to press the you know load the box for a, a run. Devontae's getting open every time, or you have to double him, and that allows for the other guys who don't quite know what they're doing to get open a little bit easier. I think, I think you could say it's a four game swing, five. I think if Devontae Adams is on our team, we clearly beat the Lions. Um. We beat the Giants. We beat the Commanders. You could probably say we beat the Titans. Right? Close game yeah. at home. We had failed third and fourth down conversions the entire second half. We lost to the Bills by the same score at Buffalo. I'm not giving us a win over Buffalo with Devontae, but fair. You could throw that in there. Even freaking Philly. Nah, that was, yeah. more, that was more defense. I mean, 363 defense, I mean, yards. I'd say four games. Four games minimum. That puts us at eight and four. Yeah. What's an eight and four record right now in the NFC? The three seed? Up there. Three or four. We're in the playoffs. And then we got a little bit of a cupcake schedule here at the end. We could find ourselves being an 11 or 12 win team. Yeah, eight and four puts a set three right above Dallas in the NFC. Yeah, man. That's uh that's that's the part that sucks because especially with the way the NFC's going right now, no one's good. Right. It's just a weird league, weird league right now. It is. And it, you know it's you'd like our chances on any given day. Yeah. You'd like our chances if we had Devontae. That just sucks, especially with the way Absolutely. Christian Watson's playing now and Randall Cobb's back and the offensive line is finally solidified. Yeah, know. but you don't you don't know if we take those guys with without Devontae. And so but yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it sucks when it's one when it's you know, it's twelve weeks into the season and you're like, damn, one guy. That sucks. That sucks. Well, all right, moving on the next week. Do you have any well, predictions? Anything I want to first. Cover up? Yeah, I want to first mention the atrocious bullshit effort that the rushing defense put forward, and it's a two two headed dragon between game plan and execution. I get that, 
but it's got to fall on Barry because he can't fire 11 players. It falls on Barry. Maybe after the first two times that Justin Hurts had 25 yards to the side of the field to, to run without anyone near him, you'd think, all right, we got to change something up. 363 rushing yards. And another one is 21 rushing first downs. They didn't need to pass the whole game. They shouldn't have. They didn't need to. No, right. That was an abomination. That was an embarrassment. It didn't. Seventh most rushing yards in a single game in the Super Bowl era. I don't know if a defensive coordinator has been fired at halftime or through the third quarter, but it could have happened. You could, it could, it could have. have. I'm surprised it didn't happen this morning. See, I, what's it going to take? It it's got to be. They're just looking for continuity down the stretch here. And they're going to fire him after the, at the end of the year. There's I, no reason to uh, see. We're not 2%. Yeah. We're not, we're not going to make the playoffs. No, no. You win out, the hell out of there. Get a new guy in. So at least we have the rest of the season to kind of learn a new system and figure it out. Yeah. It's almost a disservice to whoever you're going to put in new there though. Cause then it's like, you're playing with a bunch of injuries, a bunch of guys that don't know what they're talking about. Now you're going to switch the scheme on them. It may even it may turn out even worse than if Joe Barry just stays our coach. You know what I'm saying? But if we lose the rest of the season, that draft pick looks pretty nice. No one's going to expect us to have a steel curtain if we bring in a new guy with all these injuries. Yeah. But yeah. It, we had to we he's had got, to touch on that because that was that yeah. was that was terrible. There yeah, was no. There's a game that gets you fired. That was the game. Oh yeah, that's that. That's the half. The first half. I mean, how many rushing yards did Jalen Hurts have? 159? He had he had almost 150 in the first half. I'll look up the exact. How much of that was untouched, though? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Here's your ran out of bounds. Over half. Three quarters. It was, it was crazy. It was, that, I mean, it if was you were actually getting, kind of comical. That was, that was. Kaepernick. That was a playoff game versus Kaepernick. That's what that was. Yeah. 100%. Untouched for 35 yards. Untouched for 40 yards. Flashbacks. And that was you know what? If if Jordan, if uh Justin Fields plays this week, it's gonna be the same story. Yeah, holy shit. Even even worse. He's he's Fields is a better runner. Yeah. Yeah, man. I don't know how it's always happening to the Packers. Like, what's the common thread going on there? Yeah, seriously. Like seriously, so I guess three hundred sixty-three yards rushing. That's 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 college. So many yards. <laughs> that's high school. Yeah, it's, it's comical. It's, that's it was, Derrick Henry it was in high school. Getting to the point where it's comical. Yeah, yeah. It was like you just they, knew, like oh, they're scoring a ball here. And third and ten, handed off, first down. <laughs> it was twenty-one rushing first downs. Twenty-one. My God. 21 for a game is good. 21 rushing. Crazy. And we were still in it. So props props to the offense. Props to the offense, man. They've kind of figured it out as as of late. They've gotten yeah. better as the year's gone the year has gone on and defense has gotten worse. You look Which, back at the Tampa Bay game, man. Defense was clamps. Great. They have they have declined pretty bad over the past couple second half of the season for sure. I think the Bad. players have lost trust in Joe Barry. 
and they're not playing hard for him whatsoever. Yeah, well, because they're it's third and two, and John Rasul are fifteen yards off line of scrimmage, twenty yards off line of scrimmage. I mean, yeah, yeah man. they're not it's letting bad. them play. It's bad, and it's we're gonna run into it this week against the Bears. They love running yeah. the football. They running got, quarterback, running team are yep. Achilles' heels here. Injured wide receivers is not gonna matter. They're gonna hand it hand it off. Look at the scouting report. Packers can't stop the run. If I'm the Bears, I might run 80 percent of the time. Oh, easily. Why I wouldn't not? I wouldn't play Justin Fields? Just hand the ball off. You you move the ball without him. Yeah, and, and if he does play, he's gonna run for yeah. Yikes. Well, yeah, okay. So moving on, Bears week. What uh what's one thing you're looking forward to seeing? I'm looking forward to seeing AJ Dillon have back to back good weeks. Oof, played great last week. You called it. Great last week. It was the AJ Dillon and the Keyshawn Nixon game. I had those two right. Um, yep. 90.1 rating on PFF. And it just seemed like, like I said, we got him a little bit more involved in the pass game. We did that little swing yeah. motion where he ran out, and now you got to put that outside linebacker in a bind because Rodgers can either A, hand it off to Aaron Jones, B, keep it himself. He still has that option. They respected that. And C, throw it out there to A.J. Dillon. And that, that's a great action that we had probably two or three first downs on throughout the game. Yeah, that that two-back set with both of them is awesome. You you can do so much out of that. Yeah, no, exactly. And then it opens up the play-action game for C-dubs to just get out behind them. So yep. that's uh, that's what I'm looking forward to the next game on Sunday is A.J. Dillon showing that he can prove to be a, a week-in and week-out back. Um, yeah, he, was, he looked fast and looked more like the Dillon of last year, last week, which was he, good to see. Yeah, he must be playing through a few injuries. Um, yeah. I bet there's there's some of that going on throughout the year. He still had north of 600 yards now. That's a yeah. That's a quiet. solid year for a number two running back. You know, one, a, one two punch. So yeah, that's that's pretty good. A, a, a quiet 600. That's pretty impressive. Quiet 600 on pace for 850 somewhat by the end of the year. Yeah. So that doesn't even include all purpose yards with with the pass game too. So. Big fan of his. Um, like we mentioned, when that weather starts getting cold, it's going to get just harder and harder to tackle him. So I'd like to see him keep that rolling this week and give our fan base a little bit more confidence in him. Um, yeah. I feel like there's a lot of guys out there who are kind of hating on him right now. Turn him, um, for sure. There's there's some turning energy towards him. That he's always oh, too slow. You know, he was, he was only good in college. He can't play in the NFL. Um, well, prove those doubters pro, wrong. Yeah. I'm pro Dylan. Pro Dylan. Pro Dylan. So that's what I'd love to see. I'd love to see us obviously get a win. Um, what do you think? And you think when we, we win a close game, you think it's a blowout? You think we lose? I think we win. I don't think it's a huge blowout, but I think we win. I don't I don't think we're sweating to triple triple zeros. I think we win comfortably. Um I'm ex- I hope uh Dobbs practiced today, so hopefully he comes back so we can see Dobbs and and Watson with this stretch he's on uh, playing super confident, seeing those young guys out there. I think that would be a fun, fun thing to watch. Cause then, I mean, Watkins hasn't seen the field in forever. It seems like, so you get Watson Dobbs Lazard and Cobb as our top four. That's a 
with how they've been playing this year, pretty solid. It should be fun to watch. And then defensively, I'm just going to be stopping if we can stop the run. It, that's kind of the thing to watch this Sunday on the defensive side of the ball. Yeah, I agree. I, you hit it. I mean, it'd be a lot of fun to watch, especially, I mean, I, I can just kind of see that Rodgers will play. He'll start and he'll get injured. Second quarter, you know, get hit on a sack and yeah, I think it's hit. He gets hit and he just can't can't do it. Um, Love's gonna get in there and if it's Love, Dobbs and Watson with AJ and Jonesy in the backfield. Oh man, kind of a fun little glimpse into the future to see do we have something here because we sure should don't have anything right now. Um, But it'd be it it kind of keep you watching, you know, coming back week after week to keep an eye on the TV. Exactly. Change of pace, something to get a little bit excited about. Um, I don't know if you saw Darius Slay had a podcast and he was talking about uh, uh, Jordan Love and it was giving him his flowers and it may have just been athlete to athlete, not trash anyone, but he was really complimenting him and said, you know, when they saw 12 go out, they're like, all right, man, now's our time. Hunker down because he's like, it's still a football game. It's still close. And um, he was like, man, Love looked confident. He was throwing the ball super well, looked good out of his hands. So, like I said, whether it was just athlete to athlete, you know, showing love, or if it was genuine compliment, cool to see a guy like Slay shout out Jordan Love like that. Yeah. Yeah, they love seeing that. That it's pretty cool. What do you think your final score prediction is then? I got us I got us winning. I got us winning 30-20. Wow. All right. I, I got us one in 31-24. Okay. I just I don't I don't see the Bears offense putting up that many, you know. Against over, our defense. Yeah. I know. I know. I think <laughs> De- De- Devondre Campbell might be back this week too. So hopefully that shores a little th- uh, up the middle a little bit more. Yeah. But um you know, guys get up for Bears Packers. So I, I, I think I think thirty tw- yeah, I think thirty twenty is is enough points for the Bears to score against us? I'd hope so. That uh, Hopefully. that stadium's going to be lit up because oh, yeah. there's a lot of energy now. As of the last couple of weeks, with just, just Justin Fields having some huge games, um, there's a little bit more energy in that fan base, and they're going to come out and they're going to be wanting like hell to say that we own you to Rogers. Yeah, they they smell the blood a little bit. Uh, yeah, to, yeah, for sure. So we need to we need to come out and play hard and play physical because we haven't shown that we can do that against these physical running teams yet. It's gonna be the key to the game. Yep, let's go get one down and uh, let's go down in Chicago. Beat up on the little brother down there. Sounds good, man. Go pack, go. Go pack. We'll see you next week.